In today's podcast, we are going to talk more on how to put on an excellent fitness challenge. We're going to focus more on the things you would do if you put on a hands-on fitness challenge. That's one where you're doing more in-person workshops, one-on-one consultations, and check-in phone calls. We're going to focus a big part on the theme because that's so important to get people interested in the challenge. Next, we'll cover a very, very, very important aspect of your challenge, but it may seem small, but it's very important, and that's the pre-challenge consultation. So I'll cover everything you should include in the consultation with your challenger. I do build on the previous podcast, which is about how to put on a bare minimum easy challenge. So if you haven't listened to that, you should probably go over because that lays the foundation for a general fitness challenge. All right, enjoy the show. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Hey, Fitness Business Secrets listeners. Before we get to the show, here's something I've been working on. Thanks everyone so far for all your feedback on what you would want in an immunity boost online fitness challenge that will help your clients boost their immunity and also boost your online fitness business. One thing that keeps coming up is how do we get people to opt in to our mailing list to get a free consultation about boosting their immunity with you? Of course, we're going to give them a freebie and how to boost their immunity, but I feel like there could be more. Then I had an aha moment that could help them assess themselves and draw them into seeking more help in improving their immunity health with you. I'll go over what that is during the break. Hi, fitness professionals. Are you ready to put on a fitness challenge? In the last episode, I talked about how to put a simple challenge on, not a simple to do for the challengers, but just simpler for you. And I think that is a great way to start. Now, if you want to do a little bit more hands-on coaching, you're a one-on-one trainer, you're a one-on-one coach, then the next one, which I call hands-on coaching level two complexity for a challenge is for you. Also, if you're looking for pumping up sales and getting more leads, then this is definitely the challenge you want to do at the minimum. So first, we're going to talk about the theme and the name. And this is required for a bare minimum challenge, but I ran out of time and I wanted to talk a little bit more in depth on how to choose your theme name. So one common thing that I see is that people want to do something cute or neat or different. And I did a challenge once called the No BS Challenge, which stood for No Bad Sugars program. And I thought it was really neat. And I had this girl and she looked really tough and it said No BS Challenge. And as we started to promote the challenge, I realized that there's many issues with this. One person came up and said, oh, initially I was offended by the name, but I realized it stands for no bad sugars. So I offended someone, sort of. And I also realized that means people just didn't understand what the challenge was about. What was the point of this challenge? 
And it, in addition, it wasn't very clear what you got out of it. I mean, people don't really want to do a challenge just because they don't want to eat sugar. They want to do a challenge because they see something they want. They want to get abs. They want to get biceps. They want to be leaner and lose weight. So just focusing on the habit itself wasn't as exciting. So my caution to you is, is although, for example, no BS, I thought it was neat and the logo looked really cool for it. It wasn't an inspiring theme. Instead, I recommend that you stay with kind of what works. Focus on putting words in your challenge where it's very clear what it's about and what they're going to get. So we chose for this example, 21 day bun guns and abs challenge. It's very clear. We're going to get nice booty. We're going to get great biceps and abs. And it's 21 days. You can do weight loss and you can do, I like to put the name, the amount of days or possibly weeks, I guess you could do the three, but I like days the most. It's unless it's a long challenge, like 12 weeks, uh, I've done a challenge that long or the six week one. If it's shorter than that, days are probably better and more interesting. So the other thing is people think that they want to be different. So they're thinking, well, we already did a weight loss challenge and we already did like get toned. So why don't we do something different and do get flexible or let's do get healthy. Okay, I get it. We we don't want to be so focused on losing weight. It makes us feel, I feel shallow talking about it. And I, I think I tried something similar, you know, like I did a detox challenge and I think those are good too, but there's so much less interest. And considering how much time and energy you as a trainer and coach are putting in, in to put on this challenge and promote it, you know, you want every interest you can get from it. So it all starts off with the name of your challenge, creating interest, creating desire, making clear what they're going to get, and therefore kind of steering clear of things that sound cute just because, but it's unclear what they offer. Things that are just, oh, that's nice, healthy or detox, but what, you know, it's not, it's unfortunately not focused on the biggest thing that drives people, which is weight loss and toning. Now, if you're, if you're, peoples are yoga peoples and meditation peoples and what they talk about is you know being energetic and peaceful and sleeping well that's that that could work too i just haven't seen as many people be as responsive to that an alternative that you can do is talk about some type of program for example it would still go back to weight loss and toning. I just can't explain that I tried it all. And that was the thing that got the most conversions and signups. And we didn't have to work as hard to sell it. Like, why? Why do I need a detox? Or like, why do I not need to eat sugar? And what? it's just kind of like people want to be excited. So if you really want to include like a sense that it's more than just losing weight, you can include, you know, the the total body strength and total mind strength challenge. Well, so we did a body and soul challenge and it was about, yeah, losing weight, toning up after the holidays, but it was also about 
toning up and feeling good inside. So we had a workbook and that was very exciting and I think it made it feel holistic. But I'm going to tell you at the sales table, there's a lot of people who would say, well, if I didn't, if I didn't ask for the workbook, would it be cheaper? They really, in the end, the baseline thing that they wanted was that meal plan, the the nutrition part, and to lose weight. So basically what I'm saying is, is proceed with caution if you want to try to do a theme that's not weight loss focused. And instead, name it something where it's still aesthetic, like, you know, get abs or lean out or get strong and beautiful I don't know about that one, but, you know, get strong and toned and and then, you know, tie in a little bit, something about stretching or meditation or something that you want to include, but keep the focus on, unfortunately, something about weight loss and toning. Proceed with caution. You may not want to believe me. Let me know how it goes. Maybe maybe you have a different group of people, but I just haven't seen as many people, as in like a large group of people respond to the non-weight loss and toning themes. One thing that threw me off about how to make my theme name was the fact that when I asked people, well, what do you really want? What's your fitness goal? A lot of them would say, well, I just want to be healthier. You know, I want to feel more energetic and play with the kids. I kept hearing the word healthier. I didn't always immediately hear the word lose weight. And so people, maybe my staff would come to me and say, oh, well, she just wants to be healthy. She doesn't want to lose weight. And I'd say, forget about it. Forget about what she's saying because she doesn't really mean that. Okay, so we we had a, uh, we're a women's gym, so we had a lot of women clients. And, well, they were all women clients. <laughs> and when I would talk to them, it would always start off, oh, I like to be healthier, you know, maybe just lose a few pounds, maybe. But when you really ask them what they want, you know, how many pounds would you want to lose? They'd be like, mm, yeah, I'd love to lose six, seven, 10, 20. Most of them, not all, you know, 80 to 85% were specific. They really did want to lose weight. So with this in mind, we can understand that there's a contradiction in what words people say they want and what type of challenge they want to sign up for. They're all going to say they all want to be healthier. And in fact, it's strange during the challenge you ask them how they're doing and the thing is most people on a day-to-day basis it's not mentally healthy to focus on losing weight oh I have to lose weight did I lose weight yet I mean I've been there I I've weighed myself three times in a day I'm like did I lose weight I I missed this meal or I ate less did I lose weight it's not healthy so people on a day-to-day basis during your challenge are not even going to say that they're oh I'm losing weight I'm you know they're going to say they're focusing on being healthy and that's a smart thing to do for them. Yes. But on what challenge and what do they want in the end after that six weeks or three weeks, they want to lose weight. They want to look more toned and lean. So just a word of caution regarding the difference between what people will say they're focusing on and what type of theme they want for their challenge. Okay, so that was a little long, but hard knocks life lesson for me that I wanted to share with you because I ran challenges that were more health-based that just didn't have a great response. 
Now we're going to talk about the hands-on challenge. And I'm really excited that you're here because it's a double win. You're going to have the challengers feel more excited. They're going to feel more cared for. They're going to see more results. And you are going to get more sales. So in the hands-on challenge, what happens is that you're doing a pre-challenge coaching session. And I'm going to go over how to do that. You're also going to do weekly check-ins, text messages also, and post-challenge coaching sessions. So usually you can do that at the, well, actually, depending on how much help you have you and time you have, you, would, you may have to just do this over a week after the challenge finishes, even if it's not the exact last day. The reason is if, if you're doing a post-challenge celebration, everyone's hanging out, you may not have the time to sit down with everyone. But actually, it could be an easy way to quickly grab people and talk to them while they're chatty and everyone's hanging out, let's say, talking, you know, just talking about talking among themselves. So there's a couple ways to do that post-challenge coaching session. Okay, let's get into some detail on this pre-challenge coaching session. So you're going to need about 30 minutes. Set that as the appointment time and make sure the client has at least 30 minutes, if not 45 minutes, to sit down with you. This could be the registration time. If it is, you'll definitely need more like an hour because the registration for the challenge includes like a 20-minute sales pitch about what the challenge is about, why they should sign up if, if it does cost money, what packages they should should get. I mean, I actually generally don't recommend that you do it at the same time, especially if you're doing a one-on-one comp, then pretty much that in itself is an hour process. And then later at a separate point, you should do the pre-challenge coaching session. Hey, thanks for listening. It's time for our quick break. A fantastic way to draw prospects into your lead funnel is to offer an immunity health self-assessment. So this would be a series of questions that would give them a score of how strong their immunity probably is. And it's really based on their health. Then you take the link to the quiz and include it in your post where you talk about immunity and invite people to self-assess. It would naturally invite them to put their email in and contact info so you can follow up with them to schedule a consultation. At the end of the show, we'll talk about how you can set up your immunity opt-in quiz to get their email, but at the same time, not scare them away. Now back to the show. So now that they've come back, they're psyched about being in the challenge, the pre-challenge coaching session, which should definitely take place before the challenge starts, but you could get away with doing it a few days into the challenge. It should include these nine things. Number one, take out your camera. You're going to do before photos. Number two, measurements. You want to at least do the waist. You can do the thighs, the forearms, um, the chest. Sometimes people do the calves, but if you only want to do, I think, th- th- four points, I would do waist, thighs, biceps, and chest. I guess you could also do around the butt, but I think that would be only if you don't necessarily need that. 
Number three, you would do, you'd give them an overview of what the challenge is and how it works. It's, it's going to seem obvious to you after you've worked on your challenge for a couple of weeks, but simple things will be confusing or how to use a success manual, how to eat, when to come to class. All those things are really helpful to go over in person. Number four, how to use the challenge materials. Okay, so I talked about that. I, I talked about how the challenge works, if it's two, three weeks, if you get any points for doing anything. And then number four, the challenge materials is the success manual. Do you have a meal plan? Do you have a worksheet of some sort? Um, if in the public tracking sheet, is there a time that they should come in to weigh themselves and put their new weight on the score on the tracking sheet? Number five, the dates, start and end dates of the challenge. So we're not going to talk about doing different types of challenges where they start and where everyone starts and ends at different times based off of their registration. We're kind of assuming everyone's doing the same time challenge where everyone starts and ends at the same time. So just make sure it's very clear what the dates of the start and end, the challenge events. So if there's an end of challenge event, when is that? What time is that? Because it's very easy with so much going on, they're getting tons of emails from you that they walk away not realizing that there's an end of challenge uh, special event and they don't make time for it. And now you have like five people showing up to that event. Number six, have them write their name on the board, the public board. And that really helps them feel solidified and it, they've announced to the world that they're going to start. And if you're doing an, a webcam coaching session, you can go and write it on the board for them. Number seven is goal setting with the client. I had a worksheet and what we would do is pin down how much they wanted to weigh. Then we would do reverse calculations of how many pounds a week they needed to lose to reach that. And well, how many calories they should be eating based off of their resting metabolism, and we'd do that calculation for them. At some point, I'm going to include, I'll go over that worksheet, but for now, you can do a simple calculation with you know, how much pounds they needed to lose and about how many calories they should be eating each week. With that, it allows you, this is a point where you can kind of address and customize what they should be eating, let's say if you gave them a meal plan. This is also a good time to, to sell them maybe nutrition coaching. You know, if you're not a nutritionist, then it wouldn't be a nutritionist, like direct meal plan, custom, but it could be, you know, walking them through types of foods that they should eat and how to cut out certain types of white bread. Well, I mean, how to certain, cut out certain types of carbs. So that's a good time with the goal setting, and that's sort of why in addition to selling them more one-on-one -on -one training. The other thing about goal setting is that it's a good time to make them realistic that in three weeks they're not going to lose 20 pounds. It's not healthy. You know, for most people who are not necessarily obese, that's not going to be realistic. So instead, using, let's say it's, we're talking about our 21-day buns, guns, and abs challenge, Three weeks, that's a really good amount of time. Let's say they do have weight to lose and, you know, maybe they could really lose 10 pounds. And then adding to that time and saying, well, why don't we design a six-week challenge for us ourselves, a six-week program, and that three-week mark, we really are in a sprint. We're going to really try to get to 10 pounds. And then the next three weeks or even four weeks, we're going to get to the next 10. So 
and even ten, that's pretty aggressive. This is assuming they have a lot of weight to lose. So the you're now helping them see how you can how you can really help them over the long term, and how this challenge is really that lead into the conversation. The the it's a way to sit down with them and help them see what a realistic plan could be, and and that they can achieve it. Okay, number eight is the sales pitch offer for an upgrade. So they might have come in planning on joining for a $99 challenge, or maybe they're current client and they're just going to pay you know, $60 for the program. After you go over with them and you give them an immense amount of information about how to know how many calories to eat and and, may, and you did a comp for them and you... And and, the, and I think we mentioned comps before and... Depending on how you set up your fitness uh, font marketing funnel, you might do the comp with them before registration, or maybe this is when you do the comp with them. So let's say they register, then you do a comp, then you do the pre-challenge coaching session, which would be a great tie-in because you've just given them an incredible amount of value. The point is, is you should definitely, you always want to do the comp followed by the, the pitch that includes the that includes the premium package because in the comp you've given them a lot of value and then they can see how doing a package with you will totally extend that information help that you're giving them that they find valuable so this is where you're going to during your pre-challenge coaching session you're going to do this this pitch and then number nine you want to have the clients sign a waiver that it's okay to use their photos because you're doing the before and after photos. Uh, and then I'll talk about in a tip later about how to make sure you don't accidentally use someone's photos who say who said they're not willing to provide it or allow it. So recapping, we can see that there's nine different things that need to take place during the pre-challenge coaching session. And so you'll need a solid 30 minutes. And because you're going over their goals, this is the best time to do the sales pitch for an upgrade. This also then means that this is the best time to have done a comp before the pre-challenge coaching session. So regarding your marketing funnel that I'll call it or your sales process, it would be when they first show interest, schedule an appointment for them to come in and go over how the challenge works. Then you'll you'll go over some basic goals with them. You'll talk to them about what you can do for them. And then you'll try to sign them up. And at that point, you should still offer them a premium challenge. But from there, after they sign up, you're going to do a second pre-challenge coaching session with a comp session. The reason why I think this is a great flow is because when they first are interested, lots of times they're you they may not be ready to commit to a $1000 package, which isn't really a lot of training sessions. It's a perfect amount for a short-term challenge that might be or a medium-term challenge like 6 weeks. So, by giving yourself two coaching sessions, two times with you, you build up the value, you build up the trust, then you do a comp session and now you're they're really ready to sign up for a larger package if you can get them to do a premium package with you early on in that first registration more power to you and that's awesome and also 
lots of times when they're first ready to go to get started, that's when they're ready. So sometimes this, it might be where they sit down with you. They're like, oh, I really like this package. I like that I can work with you three times a week. I know I need that to come in and, you know, really put effort into this. But I need to check with my partner. So now it creates an end point of when they'll get back to you versus, oh, let me give you a call and you're calling them every day for like five days. Instead, it's, okay, great. Why don't you think about it? Let me know. And why don't we schedule our pre-challenge coaching session for tomorrow? You definitely want to schedule it for as soon as possible. Don't let more than two, three days pass because that's they're really excited and we you need to keep them engaged by seeing you. Okay, so I think we covered a lot and that pre-challenge coaching session is so important, when to do it and how to do it. And then we also covered how your theme is so important. In the next episode, we're going to go more deeper into this hands-on challenge and we're going to talk about the post-challenge coaching session, photos, winner announcements, so that you can really make use of the whole challenge, not just for now and getting more leads, but for marketing, Instagram, creating more brand appeal for your, your challenge. So I can't wait to talk to you about it and I'll see you in the next podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. To be low tech, you can just have them fill out a form and then calculate the points and reach out to them to do their consultation and give them their immunity feedback, which actually might be a really good way to get that consultation in. Or if you wanted to do something more techie and where it draws them in better, you can do a self-calculation through a software called SurveyMonkey. Through this software, you can actually assign point values, so a score between, let's say, 1 to 5 or 1 to 10 for every answer they choose. So if they say they eat vegetables three times a week, maybe you can give them a 4 value. And if they eat vegetables five times or seven times a week, you can give them a 5. Then they're going to add up all of their points. And if someone scores 4 or 5 consistently, they're going to probably have a stronger immune system. And you can put that key, such as 20 to 25 points means you have a strong immune system, as a key. So that's an idea to create a really interesting opt-in that shouldn't cost much money or anything because SurveyMonkey has a free plan and you can quickly get interested people testing their immunity health. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end, .co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnessecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. 
I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.